Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experienced the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen and my law firm Brown and Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome, friends, to the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Strode, Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on the program. And Doug, a helicopter is coming in. <laughs> a helicopter like is coming in right as the show starts. Mm-hmm. The paparazzi won't let me be. Usually they catch me at Napoli but I haven't been there in a month, and so now they are flying overhead. You see photographers hanging out of the helicopter just trying to get any kind of shot of you? I feel like I'm Al Cowlings. That's what it seems like here. Okay. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, look who's back in studio. It's Ken Strode. There he is. I saw him sitting over there. Hello, Iggy. Morning, boys. How you feeling? Uh, Good. Thank you. You have leprosy or something? Oh, I just... (laughs) No. What did you have? It was just a bad cold. I had congestion, and, um, you know, I probably could have come back, like, last Tuesday. But as I told Tim, I said, <laughs> well, I was on vacation. You sure you didn't have COVID again? I haven't had COVID yet, so it wouldn't be again. Maybe you just had it. Maybe that was it. Well, I tested it. said positive or negative, so. <laughs> well, which was it, positive or negative? <laughs> I don't know. It said negative. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I just I told Tim I said, I'm just going to take a week vacation. That way I don't have to bother you guys with day to day. Okay, I may be back Wednesday. I mean, I'm not coming in today. Hey, if I just take vacation, I got a whole week to relax and rest up and be back today. So last week was kind of vacation. Well, you are looking spry today. I just I just don't like taking sick days. It's not fair to the station. So <laughs> I come said, on, they're there for a reason. So <laughs> I said I'll just take my vacation. That way I'm, I'm taking sick co- days. I'm not costing the station any sick days. So. I took one of my, what, you're going on your, what, ninth on April, so. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God, Doug, this stunning sakes. development. He's on vacation shaming <laughs> within two minutes. Right out of the chute, firing shots <laughs> in my direction. I, do, I wasn't the one who's been out a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, except I just sat at home, and you'll be in uh, Monte Carlo asking for directions to Taco Bell. Yeah. Restaurant suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to post that. It's good to be back, though. <laughs> well, you look like you're just a, just at the top of your game, and you might hit 501 by the time the night falls. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
Well, it's it's fabulous to have you back. I miss you guys. It's kind of just did boring you? just sitting at home doing nothing. Oh. Well, what did you do while you sat at home? Yeah, what did you do? I uh, watched a lot of uh, documentaries and... <laughs> That's pretty much what he I did. Should have I made a, a lot of documentaries. <laughs> yeah. We should have made a list of what all he watched. I started, wor- I I started writing it down, Flaws. I said, ah, I'm going to forget. Uh, I watched the uh, Pornhub documentary. Okay, that doesn't count I haven't as a started documentary. That one. <laughs> it doesn't count. Well, it does. It was kind of, it was kind of uh, a lot of things there I didn't know. I mean, I knew they were trying to shut down Pornhub, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, I, are they really? Well, they, I didn't know that. Yeah, they tried to. That's the whole documentary of why they tried to... Uh, shut down Pornhub. Who's they? Who tried to shut it down? Uh, just the people that don't like porn. Classic rock. <laughs> you know the the people on YouTube that have following. Um. So um, our friend Cherie Deville was in there. Uh, Asa Akira was in there. Uh, so my, do you say Asa or do you say Asa? I don't say either because I've never heard of her. <laughs> Um, our friend uh, Siri Dahl, who why is she our friend? Who is that? Well, we <laughs> in, must be the OG. We interviewed her on Biffin Show. I must have been like Siri. Seven Dahl. I'm a Biffin Show lemmy. Uh, but it was it was fascinating. And uh, then I watched uh, Hunting Hitler, which I'd never seen before. That on the History Channel. Yeah. Is it right? Man, I'm good. What yeah. do they indicate that he may not have killed himself and that yeah. he escaped? And and if you watch it, Doug, you may think again. Um, wow, what a tease. That was three seasons. Where'd he go, South America somewhere? That was three seasons, 24 episodes of that. So, Yeah, there's a lot of documentaries, and I watched a lot of golf starting Wednesday. So that's what my weekend was. Okay. Back All to right. you, Tim. Yeah, Hello, you Vivian. <laughs> watching a Pornhub documentary does not count as watching a documentary. I'm sorry. It counts as watching does. porn. No, no there think... was no porn. There wasn't no sex in it. It was all about the, the Pornhub uh, Tim, Tim, what's the name of it? Is it uh, something geek, mind geek? That no, owns is it, it something mind geek? I don't know what you're talking about. I think about. the people that own it is called Mind Geek. I'm afraid to even out type of, in Out of Canada. Well, yeah, you should be. Uh, but anyway, watch it. It's, it they accused him of having a, a sex trafficking and rape on there, and they didn't care. They sold ads on it, and it's just it was kind of out there, so... Yeah, fascinating. Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, it's something for everybody to look forward to tonight. If you're not watching the TMA Fantasy Baseball League draft. Yes. Uh, and and uh, that is this evening, Doug. 7.30 start. Perfect time. No other activities in St. Louis area sports. So all St. Louisans can tune in and watch the fantasy draft. Perfect time for you. This is the final night of the Bachelorette or the Bachelor, I guess. Zach's got to make a decision tonight, so I gotta I gotta watch that while I do the fantasy. So you're gonna draft. be on auto draft? Well, it's five thirty in the draft. You'll be done by seven thirty. Seven thirty. Five thirty Pacific. Plowhawk. If you're going to the West Coast today. Wow. Huh. You didn't know that? Uh, usually I'm in bed by then. And you're in bed by 7.30? Just with the heat of blanket on, just oh. watching Grace and Blanky. Well, uh, can you I stay up I'm... that late? It'll probably take an hour and a half, maybe? I'll be up. I'll, uh, I'll be complaining in the chat. So. Okay. All right. going to get Joe riled up. Why? <laughs> doesn't take much. I'm interested to see who he's going to take with the number one overall pick. You think he'll get you the number one pick? You think producer Joe will have the number one pick? Yeah, I think he'll secure it this year. Well. I'll be in that 12 or 
10 range. The website does that, right? Yahoo just does that. You don't have any control over that. That's true, yeah. I'm excited as hell about it. Are you? Yeah, I'm only bullish on a draft. And then my team starts to play. All right. You have a particular strategy in mind? Nah, I just roll up easy and have a good time with the boys. You roll up easy. Okay. Uh, Mr. Licks is getting things going early on in the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox, 314881-TMA5. He says, I have about 20 grievances to air. I was wondering if I could have the entire 8 o'clock hour to myself to call and invent. That's from Mr. Licks. No. Uh, Doug, how do you feel about it? The him? answer is no. It's very simple, <laughs> and it won't change. The answer to that is no. He may not have the entire 8 hour. 8 o'clock hour. He can't. We have way too many important things to discuss. I don't know what they what, are, but What we'll is there. the lead, Doug? It's a Sadie Hawkins. I know that. I mean, take your pick. What is the lead? Well, normally I think when you're not sure, then it's the Cardinals. But, Ooh, I like that default. Yeah. But in this case, uh, maybe the soccer? Ah, the doggies! Defense, doggies, defense. Defense, doggies, defense. Clean sheet, doggies, clean sheet. Clean sheet, doggies, clean sheet. Never thought I'd spend a Saturday night alone watching soccer from Salt Lake City, but there I was. Are there guys who kick with both legs? Watched every minute of it. You were in Salt Lake this weekend? No, the game was in Salt Lake. Oh. They played Real Salt Lake. You were watching the porn documentary. Heck of a game. This team is good. No, I don't know what I was watching Saturday night. Oh, I was watching the, um, I was watching the Battlehawks. Oh. Over the soccer? Seriously? I did watch the Battle Hawk. Well, it was on free TV, so. Jow Klaus is the top dog. King Klaus, I call him. King Klaus is to St. Louis City what Stan Musial was to the St. Louis Cardinals. There, I said it, and I stand by it. Is he leading the league in goals? In everything, I think. They just keep handing him the ball in front of the net. Yeah, this looks rigged at this point. <laughs> they do pass, do that. that Oh, I don't get it. We were we were watching it and uh, lying in bed, no heated blanket for the record, Plowhawk just lying in bed, and it was the traditional Saturday evening opposition giveaway to Klaus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, and my wife goes, does this happen every game? And I go, I think it's happened three games, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Klaus is second in scoring. He has five goals. Okay, oh. thank you, thank you. I, I wasn't for sure what the Luan, uh, Edward Luan is leading the league in assists, though, tied for leading the league in assists with four. Is, it, is that an unusual strategy for him just to kind of lurk there by the goal? No. Just in case something like that happens? No. It's and unusual that they keep it? passing it to him. He's like 6'4 <laughs> with a beard, right? Like, he doesn't blend in. I don't think he's 6'4. Well, no, but he, he, he seemed to Tall be Tall drink of water. Yeah, rugged guy. Strikers are usually kind of, they tend to be tall. Are none of these offside? No. No. I don't know what offsides is in soccer. I still don't, and I hate that. I don't. Well, what you do know is a great broadcaster, and uh, Doug, this 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 four nothing onslaught against Real Salt Lake to move the doggies to five and zero oh on the season, top of the table, as you always say. No, uh, it, it was set up by a four goal second half because it was scoreless going into the half. And you immediately texted me and you said what Roman Berkey did in the first half reminded you of what Jordan Bennington did in the first 10 minutes of Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final against the Bruins. He stood on his head and that allowed the dogs to have the momentum 
into the second half, just like it allowed the Blues to have the momentum in the second half of the first period mm. and go into the first intermission with that 2 nothing. It was a very long text, but I agreed with the right. sentiment, and, and so did Joey Zanaboni. Take a listen to this call of Roman Berkey's save right. right at the end of the first half. Hit the lever, pause. Over the top, wanted uh, Julio Leaks lose a quick shot, and oh, Roman Berkey! What a diving save! save. Roman Berkey rejected it like Barber School did with my request to major in body hair. <laughs> that's a good one. Mm. I'll, I'll be honest. That that whatever he wrote down on a cue card, that's a good one. Well, there isn't a major. Well, could be in Eastern Europe, I suppose, where they didn't have a lot of body hair. You try to put an orb in Berkey's <laughs> onion bag, and you are barking up the wrong Berkey. I was worried about him at first, the start of the season. I'm like, oh, he's giving up some. He's really good. He is good. He only had a couple of saves that required something other than just catching the ball right in front of him. But, boy, he did have a couple of tough ones, and he made them. They, were, they got a lot of really good players. I, it doesn't, I don't think you can say it's a fluke at this point. I was texting with Prod Joe because at this point, like you said, Doug, I mean, 5-0, and oh, that's uh, that's catching people's attention and going, okay, this isn't just fun anymore, although it certainly is fun. Uh, how good is the team? And uh, let's see what he said. Uh, something along the lines of, they are MLS good. That I know. I also think they will catch a thumping at some point, but the way they play, those things will happen. But overall, yes, they are a good team. Uh, and I gather he means they play super aggressive and when you play aggressive, inevitably you're going to get burned, and then that's going to lead to uh, some goals on the opposition side. But, Doug, that's back-to-back clean sheets mm-hmm. for this team. And once they get a lead, the way they play, they make it very difficult for the opposition to score. But what they do make it easy for the opposition to do is to create mistakes, and that's when they are kind enough to pass the ball to the guy you call Santa Claus? Is that what you call him? King Klaus. King, King Klaus. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, the only thing I can compare it to is the 72 Dolphins who went completely undefeated. Yep. I think that's Mercury what we're going to Yeah. And it's never happened, I, I wouldn't think, in the MLS where some team won every game. We're watching it right now, play out right in front of us. Really fun. To go undefeated? Yeah, yeah. That's nice. I mean, it'll be a pony at City Park this Saturday, you've got Cardinal Day Baseball against the Blue Jays, and then another friend from up north joins us in St. Louis, and that friend will be Minneapolis United FC. Oh, gosh. Is Jeez. that their name? United the FC? One yet. We'll have Please the city don't. out of it. That's a hard one to say. Minneapolis uh, United FC. City. Minnesota United FC. Minnesota oh, okay, United okay. FC. Awful. Awful name. Horrendous name. <laughs> so you'd like the dogs to put a whooping on them? Yes. I think that's what... The only league... worse name than that is Sporting Kansas City. That's the all-time worst. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... But we're pro-sporting on this show. I'm not pro-sporting Kansas City. This league needs to change itself from that. I, I really do <laughs> think they need to be the Falcons, the Thunderbolts. Dogs. The dogs. Yeah. The Cactuses. Like they, I, I think these... Like, fun nicknames you don't typically see, like what the XFL kind of did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like the 
taking a I'm sure Europe isn't a fan of watching MLS and going, oh, wow, there's Minnesota United FC. They don't watch the MLS. That's probably true. Sorry. But if they did, they would see Klaus's second goal, (laughs) a.k.a. his brace. And here is the call from friend of the show and St. Gabriel's, Joey Zanaboni. Oh, good. Can he do anything? Oh, how about this? Klaus, he'll do something here. Gets a turnover down deep. So Klaus! There it is! (laughs) He gets the deuce! Threads it in! Right-hand side of McMath! Jean Klaus! Bracing like a bad orthodontist trying to escape bankruptcy court. <laughs> <laughs> That's also what is brace? Two goals. A player scores scores two goals. Thank it's called a brace. you. Why uh, would that I, be called a brace? I can't. It's like an know. old English hunting term. I don't know. I, that's, that's what they call it. I should have Googled it. I saw people saying brace, and I was thinking, oh, what does that mean? Brace. I'm looking at two the goals play. is a brace, three is a hat trick. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. What in the I'm world? I'm informed. I'm getting better at this. It doesn't make brace. any sense. A brace? <laughs> well, it makes sense in England. Why? I don't know. This is you're like explaining. But there's not one team in the MLS is from England. Correct. Couldn't be more correct. Clean sheet embrace. Those two things I now know. And how would you like to be Minnesota? How would you like to be them? They go into the locker room next Saturday. Uh, we just got a memo. All right, right off the bat, we got to give this Klaus guy a goal. So just go ahead and kick it to him. Let him We're score. Oh, that's a serious charge, Doug. That's a serious charge. Sure is. That one, though, on Saturday, that was the most egregious-looking one. I mean, he's literally standing right there in between. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how you just. The most egregious one was the one to open up the season in see, Austin. I didn't get to see that. That one was rough. <laughs> the one that I. The, the one it wasn't that even I close to anyone else. <laughs> it went right to Klaus. I just didn't understand that because he had his head turned before he passed. Well, wasn't that was to, that one was to Stroud, right? Yeah, I believe so. Last night or Saturday night? No, against Austin oh, okay. to open up the the season, the first game. Yeah, that one. The one. Saturday was the Klaus. That was the Klaus. Yeah, that's insane. Heck of a start so for our side. That's exactly right. Many people are texting in. Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Engineer Design Facilities. Three, uh, not three. Email in. Fire at edf-rg.com. That is how you can work with the text inbox sponsor here. On the Ryan Kelly morning after, if you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com, and then have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF is Missouri and Illinois preferred full service vendor for licensed and certified professional servicing, monitoring and testing services for fire alarm services and systems, fire suppression systems, fire alarm system monitoring services, tenant improvements and construction, security access and monitoring services. EDF's fire division is now testing, inspecting and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. It's EDF, that's engineered design facilities. Doug, can you tell me about our title sponsor, Ryan Kelly? Well, he's here to help you buy a home. It's a buyer's market right now. Homes prices are starting to go down a little. Rates are still high. But as Ryan always says, you marry the house, you date the rate. So if that dream house is on the market, go ahead and go for it. And then when rates come back down, you can refinance. If you're thinking of buying a home this year, the process not as complicated as you think with the home loan expert. They make the pre-approval process easy. Get yourself pre-approved today, the day you call in. And they will also provide a lower rate with a 10-day 
closing guarantee. Maybe you're not looking to move. Maybe you just want to get yourself out of credit card debt. The average credit card interest rate now is over 24%. That's the highest it's been in over 30 years. With inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. Put your equity to work for you with a simple cash-out refinance. The average home loan expert client receives over $54,000 cash out on their refinance. Many of them, the smart ones, take it, pay off that credit card rate. You do not need that credit card debt that will cripple you. That's what a good refinance can do. And Ryan Kelly and his team can show you how to do it. I've used them and Tim has used them. And we wholeheartedly recommend you check out thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. There it is, thehomeloanexpert.com, title sponsor of this program for a decade. Doggies undefeated, and Doug, Jordan Walker has made the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you may have seen it on social media. Maybe you didn't. I, I, you know, I don't know what you saw. I don't know. But here is Ali Marmol meeting with Jordan Walker on Saturday to let him know he has made the team. Oh, all right. All right, Plowsy, cue it up and hit the lever, please. Hit the lever, please, Plowsy. The biggest separator in watching you this entire camp was very simple. When you face adversity, you weren't bothered by it. And that's the separator in the big leagues is the ability that when, when there's a little bit of pressure on you and everyone's getting on you for not doing your job, your ability to just cancel out the noise and just keep going at it. And that was the best skill that you demonstrated for everybody. Every staff member has said it. You did that extremely well. And uh, you deserve every bit of being with this opening day for Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. Thanks, Ollie. Appreciate Congrats. it. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well deserved. Thank you. I appreciate you. Be proud. Well deserved. Absolutely. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. There it is, Doug. Ali Marmol telling Jordan Walker that he is a part of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Here is what Jordan Walker had to say regarding knowing he will be in St. Louis on Thursday when the Cardinals open up the season and experience the opening day pageantry. Jordan, what have you heard about uh, opening day at Bush Stadium, and what are your expectations for being there for it? I know there's a lot of uh, our fan base is really great, and I know you know they're going to support and show out and things like that. So I know it's going to be a pretty crazy day, pretty in a good way for sure, um, but definitely crazy as well. Jordan, COVID robbed you a chance of going there and seeing some games. Your dad was saying that you know that that always kind of hurt that you didn't get to go see some games. Yeah. Now your first game you see in Bush, you may be playing in. How, <laughs> how cool is that? That's I mean honestly, yeah, I wouldn't want any different. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, definitely wanted to different. Jordan, what do you think you showed them in the spring? Oh, when I showed them the spring, no, I wanted to show them all my tools, but um, I also wanted to show them my character as well. Um, I wanted them to show that I, you know, that even when things don't go well, I want to be able to be someone that they can trust and that I won't, you know, crumble or anything like that. I said it there at the end, fellas. <laughs> That's where the audio ends. Bless it. <laughs> I fell off my chair. <laughs> That's where the audio ends. I can't make them make the video any longer. Gosh. That's where the video ends. It's like we get bored in the editing process. That's enough. Just hit any key. Any key at all will do. I, how, how, never mind.
Jackson, just your father. Uh, Jackson's still upset about the Princeton loss. <laughs> Every time that someone else makes a video and they cut it off early, Doug is nice at it. Nice at it. Well, nope. sure. well they, I'll tell you what, they were happy with the audio Holly Marmol telling oh, No, them. It's the audio you. quality was yeah. bad on that, too. <laughs> this audio is worse than Iggy's excuse for the quote unquote vacation last week. That's from Glove Blogger Tom Traven. He writes about gloves and he also writes about this show. It sounded like there's like thunder in the background just right. rumbling well it's because they use like the weak ass little spy cam it's like everybody knows that they're going to be filming like why not just get a real camera in there like it's not like no surprise every team that brings up their star player for opening day puts the little camera in there they do the same thing with Ew. anthony volpe and the yankees like just the put camera, a big the mic but it, the there's mic. a camera too but you can get a decent mic on any, on even your phone well yeah, talk to the redbirds i wasn't down there getting the damn audio well, the, doug call the redbirds the Redbirds shot the Ali Marmol talk with Walker. Absolutely. Well, how far away was the mic from from Ali? They ha- they like tried to hide it on like a bookshelf. Oh, yeah, that because work. they I think like they wanted to be like authentic and organic. But everybody oh. knows that they're gonna shoot the video. They've done it since like Whit Merrifield. They did it. They do it all the time. Really? Yeah. I wonder if they shoot any of them when he calls someone in and says, sorry, you're going back to the minor leagues. <laughs> that probably isn't as titillating. Every time the manager gets the joy of telling somebody you made it, he's got to tell somebody else you didn't yeah, make it. Yeah, that's why I love about that's hard right. knocks, those, those type. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to give you time to catch on with somebody else, maybe. Yeah. The Cardinals have a great PR staff because they, he just probably got the cue card, hey, talk about the fans. You know, talk about how great the athletes are. Best fans in baseball. <laughs> it's like he didn't even have a chance to step in Bush, and he already knows it's like baseball heaven. It's like how would he know that without the PR team like having a cue card on the side going, baseball heaven, don't forget about the fans. There is some, hold that. on, is there somebody in the PR staff with cue cards? <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. And that's when media laugh. That's when everyone. <laughs> it's <laughs> us. It's, it's the media asking him about it. it was, it's, it's us. It's Saying, what do you think about the great fans? It, it's us. <laughs> Somebody else. They could have a Jason. The auto fellatio of us as fans is a phenomenon in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You uh, would have something else, guys. They should have had Randy Rosarena film it. Thanks for the birthday. <laughs> yeah, he got good audio. He got great audio. Yeah, great audio. And then got guy who knows how to use his, his phone. He can use a bat pretty well too. We saw that. Yeah. <clears throat> Dylan Carlson. Juan Pez did not make the team. I was surprised by that. I was too. Paul you were okay. I, I realize it's probably like the the tenth sure, story, sure. considering they lost twenty four to one yesterday, and Jack Flaherty got rocked. But if we're talking roster construction, uh, I was surprised he didn't make it. I just kind of assumed he would be on the team. Well, I think with the injury to DeYoung, they're short a uh, backup middle infielder, and I think Meyer yeah. can play that position. This is a stupid question, but who's? I mean, who backs up Goldschmidt? Did Yepes play any first base or Contreras? Sure, can play first. Can he? Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, correct. Gold's making a play for 135. But yeah, Yepes, I think for both yeah both spring training games I went to uh, over the last two weeks, Yepes was at first base because Goldschmidt was in the World Baseball Classic. I'm surprised that they don't have him as like a backup, a DH. I mean, it just seems weird that you don't really have a secondary option. I mean, I guess if Goldschmidt goes down, you bring him up, no big deal. But I was surprised by that. He's a good. I mean, he's a good player. 
Yeah, Pez. Good morning. Yeah. Marmol sounds like the porta potty guy. That's from the Dogtown <laughs> Astro Van. Well, they all do. Uh, <laughs> Good morning, Deus and fan page admins. What was your favorite post on the fan page this weekend? Doug, this is becoming mm. a new game for this guy. Uh, was it the one where a poster joked that they had spotted Iggy by showing a picture of a person who works for the Cardinals at a private staff meeting? Or was it the one with the guy that everyone apparently outside of you guys knows is using a burner account who displayed fan? Fan page self-awareness by calling another fan page user a, quote, coward for disagreeing with his NIL take. Or my personal favorite, the guy who went to a circus at the family arena and was surprised to find a woman taking her shoes and socks off next to him, but was nice enough to show her foot fat pick on the the page. That's from the 314. I don't want to see foot fat. <laughs> That'd be a tough get because like it's already hard to get blood flow down there. How many dig through that? So if there's if there's cellulite all over the foot, you can you can pass mm. away. Well, I feel like it would just go numb and you just get like eventually then no blood flow start to get gangrene. You need and it compression just falls socks. off yeah. like it's like moose horns. Boy, that text almost makes me want to come back. <laughs> Back to the fan page. You are still off. I was saying uh, last week on the show that I woke up, uh, whatever it was, maybe Monday or Tuesday, and I saw you had wanted to join the fan page. I'm like, oh, you're back. But somebody had uh, done one of those things where they invited you to the fan page. It wasn't you. Oh, I didn't even see that. So you're not coming back? No, I don't miss it because I, I don't get all the notifications. It's kind of nice to go on Facebook Damn and pay. see. But you- one notification. <laughs> you can turn those off. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Jackson, why don't you come in and turn off the notifications for Iggy, and then it'll be over, and then you can be back on the page. I'm willing to do it. Got to wait for Apple to download, though. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's Got to get Apple on the computer. Yeah. It's a new program. Wait, so I want, mm-hmm. And, I and who mind. and who is the burner that everybody knows about outside of us, by the way? I'd be curious. I mean... Buck Swope? I, I, I don't know. No, right? Buck Swope in a burner. Well, I, I meant like not using his real name. I, I don't know. Well, hardly no, anybody's no. using their real name. On the fan page, it has some decorum. Some. It does? <laughs> and Doug, oh. would, would you like to see the foot fat pick? <laughs> no, I don't want to see feet that look like pig's feet. Well, if you're on the text inbox, I'm sure you're going to see it. Really? I don't want to. <laughs> that and Mark McGuire's ween. That's what, see that that's what comes into the engineer design facilities text inbox. Uh, boy, the breathing is back after 10 days of not being there. I wonder hmm. where it's coming from. Oh, that's from the Illsider. And here we go, Doug. You feel like you're breathing heavy after your illness? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> you're kind of tired of talking with us now, aren't you? Well, not you. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's right. nothing's new. Just keep them coming. Okay. Uh, somebody's not happy with Buck Swope not calling him a burner. How about Swope arguing that a two-year extension to Michaelis was a quote long-term deal? What a dork! That's from the five seven three. Yeah. Didn't see that either. No matter what you post, someone's got a problem. How with can it. you see it? There's a thousand a minute. So Posting unless sucks. you are on there all day just scrolling, I mean, you're going to miss a lot of things. Plowhawk, what sucks? I said posting on the fan page sucks. Doesn't oh. It could be a dog, your food, mm. and then you're just getting bashed. He's <laughs> 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 having a nice night out, and an hour later you're looking, you're just getting just disintegrated on the fan page <laughs> in the comment section. It's like, what the hell? 
I miss the angry libertarian. Best entertainment on the fan pin. That's from the hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Uh, I enjoyed Chip Douglas's urinal question and also everybody crapping on Zamboni. That's from show ombudsman and also dogs media critic Brian Henschen. Mm. Well, I don't know those fellas. But I'm sure they're wonderful. Well, you know, uh, Joey Zanaboni, we just heard his calls, Doug, leading the doggies to a 5-0 and start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I meant uh, Chip Douglas. Is that what you... Isn't that the guy on My Three Sons? Wasn't that Chip Douglas? That's who it was. Yeah. Chip, Robbie. Chip and Ernie Mike. and Robbie and... Yeah. Chip, Chipper. Robbie. Uncle Charlie. Bub. And Adam Wainwright got mm-hmm. his name from him. He got his name from who? Uncle Charlie. Oh, is that right? Oh. I thought, I thought that's what a curveball was, was called, curveball. so I thought that, that yeah, uh, yeah, right. is where but, it came from. But I'd rather just say it was Uncle Charlie on My Three Sons. I don't oh, imagine okay. very many people on the Cardinals have ever seen one episode of My Three Sons. It hadn't been on since, the, what, the 60s? <laughs> Ended in 1972. Yeah. I think everyone in it is dead. Probably not. Maybe when Tony was there, he probably knew Fred McMurray pretty well. <laughs> yeah, he's probably tight tight partners with Fred McMurray. Moselock probably put the kibosh on TVs in the clubhouse. Probably Why would you say he's going to? Fancy jukebox and everybody gets an ascot. <laughs> an ascot? That'd be nice. As they break camp, everyone is awarded an ascot. You know how like uh, football teams love like, a, t- a turnover chain or something? If you hit a home run, you get a home run ascot. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You got Wainwright in the dugout just putting it on Newt Bar and just tying it in a bow. And Whoever hits the RBI gets it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, hey, uh, friends of the feather, we got another new sponsor here on TMA, and it's a sponsor that takes care of shrubs, and therefore it is indeed a friend of the feather, Doug. It's Green Envy, locally owned and operated, been in St. Louis for over a decade, and they are treating both of our lawns and shrubs this year, 636-757-1600. Call them. They are open 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, so they're open right now to take your questions. Uh, Doug, what do you like about Green Envy, our new sponsor here on TMA? Well, one thing that makes sense to me is they only use products that are formulated for our soil in this part of the country. They take into account our weather conditions and turf types, and they don't use the national generic, cheap, ineffective products. They know what works here in St. Louis. This is not an easy place to grow grass. It's tough here because of the heat, the extreme cold, then it gets dry and it's wet. It's not easy to have a nice lawn in St. Louis. That's why you call Green Envy and they will make it look easy. Having a nice lawn adds adds value to your home. They do a great job, these guys. Yep, they are uh, who's treating our lawns uh, this year, and we would love for them to be treating yours as well. 636-757-1600. It is Green Envy, a new sponsor here on Ryan Kelly Morning After. And Doug and I are both clients of Green Envy. 
Envy. Uh, guys, it's good to have Ken back and talking out of his Linda this morning. That is from Arbor Day. Is that in reference to mm. Linda from the TikTok video? Must be. The, the beehole? Linda yeah. the beehole? I think so. Why, yeah. would, why would you accuse Iggy of doing that? Who's Linda? Yeah, Iggy really is. <laughs> she, she had a beehole. It's a name this TikTok star gave to her beehole. <laughs> Why am I? Oh, am I talking out of my beehole? I don't know. I don't know that you are. What did I say? This I said wrong. that was unfair. Unfair criticism. Yeah, I haven't even really made an had an opinion about anything. No. My beehole. He named it Linda. Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. Classy. She's a big star now. Isn't she? She's like mm. the Island Boys. She'll probably have a. This counts as music today. That wasn't a song. That they, no, that was a, a song. No, it was, it was a, a TikTok. It was I not heard a song. music in the background. You can't listen to that on Apple Music <laughs> or anything. I wish you could. I would be banging it all the time, but yeah. it was. It's not a song. No. Uh, Doug, uh, are you concerned about Jack Flaherty? Uh, he was the starter yesterday as the Cardinals lost twenty-four to one. Now they were getting twenty-three and a half, so they covered. But are you concerned about Flaherty? Yes, I think he'd have to be. Yeah, he's our number two, right? Well, yeah. We, he is starting uh, on Saturday, day off on Friday after the opener on Thursday. I think when you take your final start of the spring, you're not just out there trying to tinker with pitches. You're trying to get locked in at that point. And he was not, not good at all. I mean, he sat for a while and then came back in and had a couple of one, two, three innings. So I guess that's the one bright spot you take from it. But, uh, yeah, I would be concerned having... He's had a couple outings like that this spring where he's really been hit pretty hard. Yeah, uh, this uh, was eye-opening. Um, but you know what? It, it hasn't been a great spring for him, as you were just saying. And so th- this is the guy. And it, it surprises me that when national analysts talk about the Cardinals, the player they talk about as being so critical as to whether or not they are really successful this year is, is Jack Flaherty. I don't. Th- I don't think. Now, maybe I'm off the mark on this. I don't think St. Louisans and Cardinal fans necessarily view it through that prism. And I don't know what. I don't know what that's about. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but to me, the Cardinals' success this year is uh, hinging on that rotation as a whole. And Jack Flaherty, I think most Cardinal fans at this point view him as a guy that if you get anything of substantial value from it's a bit of a windfall because you really haven't had him being rock solid in a few years yeah and you've still been a playoff team even without him I, I think that's just a name that the national analysts can hook on to and say you know if he's good then the, the cardinals figure to be very good if he's non-existent or bad then they still got a shot to win the division Right, I, I think. Oh, yeah, this division in particular. Yeah, yeah, Buster Olney was on with us on Balloon Party on Friday, and he said of the six divisions, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, and Jackson, correct me if I'm misstating anything, but I'm pretty sure he said of the six divisions, the one that it, he would feel the most confident in a team winning, it would be the Cardinals in the Central. Now, immediately I would say that's not because he thinks the Cardinals are a 100-win team, but because when you look at the competition uh, in the National League Central, it just isn't there. Uh, he also said, and I thought this was interesting, because of you have Wainwright on the IL. Now, this was before Flaherty start yesterday against the Astros that we had this conversation. But it's not like, as Doug, you were just saying, it's not like he's been killing it in spring. That you have a developing situation with 
four outfielders for three spots. Granted, sometimes there will be DHing responsibilities in there. And you also have what could be, because Nolan Gorman has had this outstanding spring, uh, and then, of course, Mason Wynn, who did not make the roster. That was not a surprise, but he continues to flash with his play. You could have a developing surplus situation in which you would take from that surplus to acquire a starting pitcher, especially with the class of free agent pitchers following the 2023 season. So only thought that that was a, a very likely scenario for uh, for the Cardinals uh, this upcoming season, that they would trade from one of these position players, middle infielder, perhaps more likely than anything, to, uh, to get a starting pitcher if they were to continue to run into problems, whether it be with injuries or with somebody such as Flaherty performing in a subpar manner. Yeah, you've got Edmund and Donovan and Gorman all very capable to play, I would think, every day. And I think any one of them could probably bring you a pitcher. And if you toss in somebody else along with him, maybe a, a, a good pitcher. I, I think it depends on what the playing time for Gorman is and where teams see him fitting at. Is he strictly a DH? Is he going to showcase his glove and defense enough? Because I don't see him playing a ton in the infield. I mean, if Donovan's your everyday guy, Edmund plays a ton. Those guys don't usually get a ton of days off. So you're you're talking Gorman infield prospects circling in a DH role. I don't know what the value is. There. No, he's, I, I, he's a decent second baseman. No, I get it, but like we know that. But I, I mean, well, if we know it, then the other teams know it. He's got a lot of value because he's got all kinds of power potential, and he's not making any money. I don't think they're trading Donovan. I could see him maybe trading Gorman, but I think they're really high on Donovan. So yeah, I, I think they're pretty high on both of them. You know, maybe Edmund is the guy. Maybe if if they think Win is ready, maybe they, you get something for Edmund. They have money this offseason to spend on pitching. The fact Quintana just must have not wanted to be here. I, I, I think that might be that <laughs> has stuck to be on the, Quintana. No, but that has to be the biggest miss in in any offseason I can remember. Just at how reasonably priced he was, how well he did here. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I guess I just don't get it. It's odd that they let him get away. Like, you sure. had Steven Matz who was injured. I mean, you got a lot of guys who are injury-prone. Your second, what, your secondary ace is 42 years old, 41 years old. And Quintana got $27 million total for, like, three years. Yeah. I just don't get that at all. Like, I, And immediately, Flaherty is getting blown up. Wayno's on the I.L. for another month. <laughs> like, it just started off Here. so bad. It's March. Here is uh, what Buster only had to say regarding the Cardinals and the possibility of trading their uh, prospects or major league-ready prospects, I should say, for pitching. There's no doubt about it. No team has a better stable of major league-ready prospects, guys who are going to be everyday players in the big leagues than the Cardinals. They're stacked. And I think as, you know, for, uh, for Ollie, as he makes decisions on a daily basis, he can simply base it on this. Who's playing the best? And he's got this great group of young players, and he can say, hey, uh, you know, Gorman, he's swinging it well. We're going to go with him. Uh, Donovan's swinging it well. We're going to go with him. Jordan Walker, uh, you know, he, he looks great. He's one of baseball's best prospects. We're going to go with him. And, and I agree with you. You know, when we get to the deadline, you know, uh, if you know Corbin Burns is available, I feel like the Brewers are a, a team that's progressive enough that w- if there was a gap between the Brewers and the Cardinals, the division, 
I, it wouldn't shock me if the, the Brewers are willing to deal with the Cardinals. Yeah, it would shock me. I would. I, I, when he said that, Doug, I thought the exact same thing. I, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Some I mean, consider here, Corbin the Burns deal. Yeah, the best pitcher may, in the may, National League. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, legit Cy Young guy. The, the, the thing that I would say about that, if the Brewers were to do that in back-to-back years, I mean, there was not a trade that caused more anarchy in the 2022 season than the Brewers when they were in first place trading Josh Hader away, and you saw what wound up happening to that team. For them to then trade Corbin Burns inside the division yeah. – to the Cardinals, I'd be stunned. Also, as weird as it might sound, I'm not sure that the Cardinals, depending on the prospects, would want to trade their prospects if they really are high on them. Now, if they're guys that they internally are going, okay, we're ready to sell these guys, uh, if the Cardinals would trade inside the division. But either way, the Brewers trading Hader one year when they're in first place and then trading Burns the next year to the Cardinals, that would absolutely shock me. Yeah, but that's me Buster too. only, and, and he knows more than we do. The Brewers have some good players, good young pitchers. And they got one of the best prospects offensively in baseball coming up, too, in their system. So, I mean, they're kind of stacked. The 2023-24 free agent class for pitching is unbelievable. Or twenty whatever. Who are some of the names, Plowick? I got to get them up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But Corbin Burns is one of them. But, yeah, if you have Wayne retiring, you got to go with a pitcher either this offseason or I think you'd definitely go the route only he's talked about. I don't know if Corbin Burns is even an option. What you're going to have to give up for him is going to be a lot. And then you're going to have to pay $150 million to him, $200 million. Otani's a free agent next year. Yeah, I, that's, yeah I don't that's know if star. it's the Cardinals' style to go out and outbid everybody else for a free agent. I think you and have. give some pitcher $300 million. You have no pitching. I mean, I guess you did extend Michaelis, but beyond this year, depending on how Matt's pitches, is Woodruff the, the guy for the future? How's Libertor going to be? You don't really have great. Even good pitching, it's solid, I guess. But I think that you, you got to spend some money. If you're not going to do it offensively, and you got a ton of young prospects under control, I think they're more well, likely. We to have about uh, ten straight texts uh, raging on you for your Quintana take. Uh, Quintana mm. is out two months. Sit down, Plowsy. You hater, go birds. That's from mm. the U City well, Turkey Neck, formerly of no go. It's great Quintana's to do hindsight out until signings. July. Quintana's yeah. hurt. The Cardinals awesome. must have known something. Quintana's having a huge spring training. Uh, Quintana's shut down dumb dumb. That's oh. from the Crystal City Clam. So this off season, this off season we should have not we should have like released Wainwright. We shouldn't have signed him extension because yeah, we Plowhawk. knew now that I, 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 I got to tell you something yeah. here. I agree I agree with like, what I the agree hell? with the principle of this is super results oriented. He got hurt in spring training. The the the, the premise that you have, Plowhawk, is that and and Doug, you were talking about it as well, is that here's a guy who was incredibly effective for you so much so that he started game one of a best of three playoff series, and. It just kind of like flew under the radar. Now, if memory serves, I think he signed with the Mets at like 9.30 St. Louis time, and at 10.30 St. Louis time, they signed Contreras. What my theory on it is, it's one of two things. Either they were starting to get hip to the situation with Bailey's, and people are welcome to dismiss it or say we talk about it or I talk about it too much, uh, but that's $70 million in revenue, and if the payroll is in the 170 range, I think we can all agree that $70 million certainly counts to the business, even if you're obsessed with the fact that Bill DeWitt's a billionaire and for whatever reason think he should just lose money. Nonetheless, that could be a factor, or the timing didn't work out, and they were hoping to be able to re-sign Quintana, and they had to prioritize the catching situation first, and because of that, uh, they lost out on Quintana. But the two things happened, I believe, within hours 
of each other. And it does surprise me that they didn't necessarily bring him back unless you're sitting there going, well, we do have a rotation for 2023. Our question is 2024, and we're not willing to pay that price that he is going to get from the Mets. And so our priority is catcher. I don't know. I But, but I agree in the sense that it was surprising, but it flew under the radar because of the Contreras thing. But because Quintana got hurt, uh, does not make, mean that the Cardinals made the right decision. And if you don't follow that logic, that's fine. Well, I'd love to sit down and, and play poker with you if you'd well, have Well, time machines are great, but they don't exist. So at the time, it was a great deal. What did he get? $30 million? I don't know the exact term. Three for 27 or yeah. something like that. Doug, that, uh, that information is uh, confidential and yeah. uh, will be released in <laughs> no 2050. No way of knowing at all. I just think it's mo- it's more likely the Cardinals would trade for some pitcher who's got a couple years left on his contract than to wait around for the end of the year and throw a hundred million or more at some free agent. Yeah, they, but they those, just haven't done that much with pitching. Those, those pitchers under control who are going to be decent, obviously, because mm-hmm. you're putting them in the rotation immediately, are going to be higher price tag of prospects. Because no. Corbin Burns, I mean, you're say, if the Brewers knowingly aren't going to give him a two hundred million dollar deal or you're going to hit free agency. That's when you go, okay, we'll take a lesser package because it's a half a season rental for them potentially and we're not going to re-sign them. For a guy that three years left that's a solid player, there's no reason for that team to trade them off without a top package. So, I, I don't know. I think this is the time where you just try a sign and trade. Or you just tr- well, how do young pitchers in the uh, farm system? Tenkentz, Graceffo, McGreevy, Libertor. They have a lot of young talent in the pitching. That is department. true. Forget, yeah. Well, of all the pitchers they might acquire, I would think Corbin Burns would be like at the bottom of the I list. I would be absolutely stunned if I that happened. And that's because that's because of the Brewers situation. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why in the world would the Brewers want to give the Cardinals one of the best pitchers in baseball? <laughs> and Buster oh, only didn't he put it to where? What was the phrase? If they're completely out of it, what is completely? Are, are they beyond ten games out of it from the Cardinals when they make that trade? Because I feel like. Those two teams are going to be fighting it out the entire year. I don't see the Cardinal breaking away from that division. Right? Like, I don't think the Brewers you are that think. bad. I don't think the Cardinals are that good to well, be 12 The, the thing is, with the, with the multiple wild card spots, it's, you have to really, really yeah. be sucking to be completely out of a playoff spot. So I'd just be surprised. It's not to say it can't happen, but it's just it, mathematically, you can be out of the division, certainly, but but to be out of a, the, the wild card spots, that, that would take. Uh, suckitude of, a, of another level of what you know the pirates will most likely be doing uh let's see uh jackson could you tell me about your pant yeah that's mugsy that pants nice. is mugsy i'm wearing mugsies tournament trousers yeah absolutely plaza you're wearing them oh hell yeah how are you feeling oh they're unbelievable it's literally like sweatpants but the but it looks like so i could go on a nice date as right well. really? and your balls combo. feel good let's be honest 100%. let's quit beating around the bush oh. they're drooping and they're also very in place right they're not riding them up heck no everyone knows that they have those pants like they look in the drawer and they're like oh man i gotta wear these today because they know they're gonna ride it up not with mugsy because every time you look in your drawer you see a pair of mugsies you get a big old smile on your face because you know you're about to put on one of the most comfortable damn pairs of pants in the entire world but it's not just jeans of course they got the world famous jeans plowhawk wears and we all got a pair chinos joggers they got a ton of different types of bottoms but they also got tops whether that's jackets cashmere flannels t-shirts whatever you need staples that every guy needs in their closet so head to mugsy.com you peruse the website pick out a couple items throw them in your cart Use the promo code TMA at checkout. And what that gets you is 10% off your entire order with free shipping. 
and free returns. Again, head to Muggsy.com, use promo code TMA for 10% off plus free shipping and free returns. Experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. Mm. And experience the magic of winning the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Today, we are giving away two reserved VIP seats to see the movie Air. It's an advanced screening on Tuesday, April 4th, 7 p.m. at AMC Esquire 7. That is the prize for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. What a what a standing situation we have here. Doug, you said call it the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the month table. Yeah. Uh, so if you look at the table, Ghost Rider to the Stars and Buck Swope are both tied with four. Hey, Barry has three wins. Kevin Miller has two wins. We have five more shows in the month of March, and it's going to be fun to see who could really perform here down the stretch for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. And I was taking a look at the forecast in St. Louis and oh my goodness Ken Strode told you it was true and it's true, it's true it's damn true. Doug, I realize it might be 39 degrees right yeah. now, but but look at the highs over the next 10 days Jack. We got nothing but 60s and 70s, minus one day in the 50s this Saturday, coming up. I mean next Tuesday a high of 78 Holy moly, cockatoli. Yeah, it's nice. pony season. It is. It's pony season. And a week from Thursday, if my sources are correct, it's the Masties. And that's when you just kind of ease on in and celebrate the magic of spring. How do you do? Maybe the time to get your air conditioning checked with Seth Goldcamp and his staff at Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Doug is a client. I am a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Any issues you may have, all you got to do is go to designairservice.com. Click on the Book Now tab, and you are immediately communicating with one of their service techs. And even better, one of those service techs will be at your home within a matter of hours to tend to it. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. And Munganest is the sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Work with the official HVAC provider, uh, the official automotive dealer of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And that's Munganest. Doug, and there is a secret phone number. There is. I have it here. 314 252 Zero zero two nine. You know what that'll get you straight to the muckety mucks, and they'll take care of you. Ah! I yeah, find every time two five two. Every time I drive past uh, St. Louis Acura on Manchester, I just kind of stare at the dealership and I say, "There it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Taj Mahal of dealerships." Because I mean, you know uh, the Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganaster are either there mm-hmm. at Alton Toyota, and they're going to take wonderful care of you. Uh, we are incredibly happy clients, and we recommend them to you. 314-252-0029, or go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. It's Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. There was no Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown this week for match play. Am I correct on that? That's correct. Yeah, it wouldn't have been fair to Doug. Why? Well, I, I mean, won the previous I, week and picked the winner bef- the week before that. I put, did you win two weeks ago? My, I picked the winner. Is my streak over? Yes. Okay. Um, it wouldn't have been fair to Doug. It, I mean, I put a team together for me, 
But you have to you have to look at it and say, okay, I like this guy and I like him, but when do they play each other? You know, you could have picked six guys that were all three of them in the same pod, so you already got two of those guys thrown out. You know, you got to put some research into the bracket, so it wouldn't have been fair to you. You weren't here. That's basically why we didn't do it. Well, Jackson texted Jackson me, and I said, yeah, I can put names. one together, but it's not really fair to Doug to have to pick when it's a bracket format, and it's a pod. You know, there are four guys yeah. in each pod. You could Your first four picks could all been in one pod. Well, I already got three guys knocked out. The match play one's tough because I have to make, like, 16 different envelopes with all four from each pod in there mm-hmm. so Doug doesn't get screwed over. We could use different boxes for different pods. Yeah, we could. That's a lot of work for Jackson. Jackson, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I gave the people Alabama minus six or seven against San Diego State. I don't know if that hit or not. Um, Doug, you're, if we can look that up to see if they covered. Uh, I'm guessing they, no, since they lost. Uh, and then I gave the people Princeton plus ten against Quayton. Oh, it's a tough uh, beat. Uh, is that and, and that and they lost and by that, eleven. But I also gave the people Sammy Birds plus, was it 2,200 or 4,000? Um, I don't know. It was one of those two numbers. I'm not positive. Uh, yeah. I, I can't recall which one I, uh, I, I know. But either way, I know I gave the people Sammy Birds. And uh, Sammy Burns did indeed ship the WGC match. So if you put 100 on the Alabama and uh, Princeton parlay, you were minus 100. But then if you put 100 on Sam Burns, you're either plus 2,100 or plus 3,900. All said and done for the weekend. Doug, I make picks. You, you make, make money. money. That's right. I make picks. You make you money. You make money. I think almost every team I've rooted for to win has lost in the NCAA. <laughs> That's I, how it seems like it's going. And so. I don't think anybody's going to beat UConn. Nobody's playing better. Than Not at this point. They don't even have close games. Almost every other game comes down to the three pointers they make. Beat Gonzaga by twenty eight. They beat their ass. Oh god, that was Gonzaga just gave up. They were getting beat so bad. Embarrassing. UConn looks so damn good. I watched college basketball the entire weekend and loved almost every second of it. That was a good weekend. That was great. FAU is a real chance, man. These owls. They're they're legit. That seven footer is a problem. These owls. These owls, Mm -hmm. man. No one's going to beat. Let's you. be real honest about this. This is Final Four is a dumpster fire. Oh my Jackson, God, I, I, I assume you will defend it because no, that is, uh, no. oh you, okay. I mean, I, there's no. I mean, UConn I guess is a blue blood prestige team, but outside of that, you got two teams from South Florida. Uh, no teams in the turn or no the four seed is the highest seed or lower, whatever way you call it, is the lower seed in the Final Four. That's bananas. Uh, and yeah, it's none of the teams, no top preseason top 10 teams are in the Final Four. It's certainly the most parody we've seen in the Final Four in some time. And you know what? A lot of people were concerned that the opposite of that would happen with the transfer portal and Thank the NIL you. money. They it, thought, oh my God, they're all going to go to the, the Blue Bloods. There's not a Blue so Blood much. left. It's helped out so much. Like, this helped for the parody of college basketball, but it's terrible for ratings and views. Because uh, probably, uh, I'm sure this would be one of the lower rated. If it's FAU and Miami in the finals, yeah, you're, you're going to see hardly. Ass. Yeah, you're going to see hardly anybody watching that. But well, no, be still in be. South Florida. But in terms It'll for me, I love transfer portal NIL. I like parity, yeah. so I like it. But also, like, yeah, I wish there was a one seed in there. I, I mean, last year we had UNC before. and Kansas playing for the championship, and Duke UNC in the Final Four. Like it, we, it's you know these yeah. are the the peaks and valleys. <laughs> 
I uh, like yeah, it. South Florida yeah. is to college basketball what Green Bay is to the NFL. Feels like it. Um, yeah. I, I, I was out to dinner last night while Miami was beating Texas, and I can tell you with great certainty that there wasn't a soul aware of it, <laughs> especially considering you have Miami and FAU, and what, Doug, would you say, uh, Boca and uh, Coral Gables, about uh, 90 minutes apart, maybe? About that, yeah. 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 So you could have a showdown in the NCAA tournament between uh, FAU and Miami for the national champion. Well, I appreciate your honesty, Jackson. I thought you might defend it just because I know you love your college basketball. No, I mean, I do. I, I mean, I think it's been a fun tournament. It's certainly, certainly like the most madness in case of March Madness that we've seen in a long time. But no, I, if I had to handpick a Final Four, I don't think I would pick any of these four teams. So, so I love the chaos of the NCAA tournament, but my issue with with it is it's just you can have this incredible first four months, five months, I suppose, and then, you know, just just a absolute anarchy, and that is how the season is judged. I can't imagine in Tuscaloosa, and I realize there are extenuating circumstances considering the off-the-court matters that they have, uh, but uh, they're not considering it a successful season to get to the Sweet 16. I'm certain they're not considering it a successful season in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, Duke had a hell of a run at the end of the year, but they didn't go deep. And uh, and then what? No, I don't know what the perspective would be in Houston, but I can't imagine they're particularly thrilled about theirs as well. So you have UConn, which has been playing the best basketball, and from a from an algorithm standpoint, that has been the team, and that's before they even you know got themselves to the Final Four. But uh, you know, San Diego State, FAU, and Miami, that uh, that's a different. That's a different animal. And people can say they're really looking forward to it. And I'm sure some people are. Some people are. But uh, I would I would guess that when it's all said and done, the, the television ratings will indicate the vast majority are not as enthralled with seeing these randoms. We did say going into the tournament that this year versus some previous years, there wasn't really a one seed or a group of one seeds that were as dangerous as previous years so the fact that all of the one seeds were gone isn't all that surprising because i didn't see a what's the most dominant one seed jackson you've seen in the last few years who stands out um kansas last year was a mutt like a load uh there's been some kentucky teams that were just like when boogie and john wall were on the team together they were filthy what about that what about that baylor team uh the baylor team when they beat gonzaga yeah that was a sick sick team uh virginia when they lost to umbc was like had like 30 wins going into that game so they're certainly up there um but uh nothing like stands out as like a super dominant one seed, but Baylor is a good call. Yeah, the guys, this final a... four is like the ending to Game of Thrones. Thanks, that's from Don or Philip Johnson. Oh. Yeah, it's actually a really good. It's been a great tournament, but I don't know. How, I mean, maybe these last, you know, these final four games are going to be awesome, and that's all that really matters to me is that it's good basketball. I don't really care who's playing in it. Mizzou would have been in the final four if it weren't for the stupid refs. No, cost us that game <laughs> at Princeton. Wow. That's, yeah. that's Make a, a tip. call, Zebra. That's He's down there giving him the business. This is Tiger Board into a human form. Mm-hmm. I hated that foul call there in that San Diego State Creighton game right at well, the end. Well, there wasn't a foul. Ooh, I'll disagree. I, I can't believe it. Jack, Jackson that. and I were texting about it before the program because I was curious, where, which is why I thought, Jackson, but I tip my cap to you. I respect the honesty. Uh, 
on the on the final four because I'm just like okay Jackson loves college basketball and he will be the Clark Kellogg on the dais <laughs> and defend everything but to his credit he is saying yeah this final four you're going to enjoy it but you realize most people probably won't I want to I want to talk about that foul at the end of San Diego State Creighton and also it leads me to why I think a particular broadcaster is so damn good and we'll play audio in, a, in my uh, exhibit for that coming up on the other side of the break because uh, I am I am in the camp with Doug and the Plowhawk on this thing as well. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-881-TMA5. You can call in 636-9004-TMA or email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After closing out our Mungana, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour from the Michelob Ultra Studios.